This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by rock sponsor Subsplash. Subsplash is a technology company that provides software solutions for churches and nonprofit organizations. Connect with Subsplash today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Let's get started with episode three today. What are we talking about? Well, first thing, I think we have like our beta release date nailed down and it's coming up soon. So that's pretty exciting. And if you're one of our newsletter subscribers, you already know the date. If you're not, well, you need to find one of them and find out what the date is. We've told them we were going to give them first access. So, uh, you know, you can still subscribe to the newsletter. We might send out another reminder of what that date is. Uh, But for the most part, we just want to reward people who are on the newsletter. But it is very soon, and, and, and it's uh, in a matter of weeks, not months. So that's pretty exciting. That's really exciting, actually. It's years' worth of exciting. It is years' worth of exciting. It's, it's nice to actually have it in in place, and now we're just working like mad to, to reach that date. And there's still a lot to do, but uh, the date's is, is out. So if we missed the date this first time around that it was announced, how will we know when it's live, when it's ready to go? So when you go to the, the Rock homepage, uh, when it is live, you'll see, right now, I think it, there's a button that says, like, prepare now or something like that. It'll, it'll say get getting started. You'll click on that. Uh, you'll be able to download the, the very small installer, and you can kind of go from there. And there'll be all kinds of instructions on, on how to get started if you want to internally host or externally host. Um, Mason on our team is doing a great job writing some great guides on, on how to get started um, hosting it on your own server. Um, and he's put a lot of detail, a lot of, of uh, good detail into that. I've had a few people kind of play with it, and they were pretty impressed with it too, just getting from like a brand new server to fully running Rock. And he's also running um, on creating an externally hosted guide. So he walks you through three different web hosts and how to go from uh, I just paid for it to um, I'm ready to go. So that should be pretty easy. And that guide or those guides and others are going to be released during that beta week? They'll be released that beta day, yeah. So, um, and, and we might even try to sneak out. I'm not sure if it's going to be possible. We might try to sneak out another manual or two next week, even before the beta. So you can kind of read about how, you know, how to configure a person and a family uh, if you wanted to kind of get some pre-reading done. Uh, a lot of that content is written. It just needs to be assembled and screenshots and... Um, but we're working, you know, at, at a fast clip on that too. So we hope to maybe get out one more book uh, before the beta. But at the release of the beta, you'll have the two install guides, external, external. You'll have how to manage a person and family, uh, groups, and the administrator's guide too. So there'll be quite a bit of documentation ready day one. Um, oh, also, there'll, there'll probably be a book on uh, our manual on reporting. So that'll be exciting. Uh, Still a lot more documentation to come, but a lot of doc- documentation is going to be relying upon check-in and um, uh, giving contributions, which, which isn't quite ready yet. So that's that's our update on um, on the release date. We're real excited about that. Um, another thing kind of paired with that is, you know, Rock's kind of a crazy thing. It's, it's a it's obviously like a, a product you can use, but but it's also like a whole ecosystem and it's a whole like uh, just community. And, and 
creating that community in those tools has been a you know a really big uh, undertaking. So this is the Rock website, which you know runs on Rock, and of course that took time to make. But we also created some tools for helping to support the product. Obviously, there's no paid support. There's no one you can call at the end of the day and say, hey, I have a question, answer it. But we're hoping that the community steps up and does that. So we've written some uh, question and answer blocks. Um, and uh, David, do you want to talk a little bit about those? Sure. I mean, our goal is for to provide a way for people using Rock to help each other. So on the Rock site, once I think David goes live, we'll open up the question and answer site. Mm-hmm. And it's really just where you can go and any type of question on how to use Rock and or even if you have developers, how to, you know, extend Rock, but um, how to, you know, get things installed, um, really anything you want to know about using Rock, you can ask there. And our hope is that um, other people that have already been there, have already figured it out, can um, step in and answer those questions. Um so we have a whole kind of, I, don't, I mean, developers use a site similar to that called Stack Overflow, so we've kind of modeled after that. We really want to reward people for participating. So we, I mean, our just goal is to really get a huge participation there. And, <clears throat> of course, John, you've kind of banned us somewhat from, from using it initially, but we're going to be the only ones that know anything. So can, can we jump in and answer a few questions that first week? Yeah, the first week I think you know we'll be answering some questions. You know, the, one of the things we don't want to do is just become the answerers. We want to really raise up the whole community to be able to answer these questions. So, you know, you might see us taking a step backwards and saying, "Well, let's wait a few days and see if someone answers that question, and then if no one does, we can answer it." But we really don't want to get in other people's way. It's like if we keep answering all the questions you know, we actually damage the community because they're like, well, that's not my job to answer questions. My job is to ask questions. And also, too, I think we got to be careful because I've seen this in other communities where people get afraid to answer a question because they're like, well, you know, David knows that better than I do. And, you know, maybe my question, it it might be right, but it's not fully right. And I don't want to be corrected in front of everybody. And we definitely are not going to do that. Like, right. If anything, we want to be the encouragers of the community. Um, But we need to be careful that we don't become the only people who are, who are who are the answering absolutely and and i hope I'll, even on the on the beta that you know we have great documentation you know people probably read it but maybe they missed that part so maybe someone else you know can answer it just by reading other parts of the documentation and um, you know there is a lot of documentation so i'm sure people are going to miss parts and i think another part of it too is you might have a question about well how does that work but you might have another question is well what's the best way or how are you doing that because the product is so configurable, there's no right way to do it. There's just several right ways. And, and so I, I kind of envision a lot of the questions are like, well, what's, what are people doing in this area? Or, you know, how's the best way to set up this type of ministry? Um, and I, I look forward to seeing a lot of that because there's probably a lot of ways that we had never even thought of how to use it. In fact, writing the documentation on groups at the end, we have some strategies about how to configure your groups. And it's just kind of interesting to be thinking about, wow. You know, we have some ideas, but I'm sure, like, over the years, we're going to be adding in all everybody else's ideas to this because they've just had some new creative way of using these tools. So, um, yeah, real excited about the, the question and answer. I would say get in there um, and use it. It It is, uh, again, a lot of code, so the beta might actually have a few bugs in the question and answer, so just be patient with that. But, you know, we, you can only test it so much before you get bored with, like, asking questions that are just silly because it's test questions but 
Um, so that will be releasing, yeah, that same day. We thought about releasing it early, but really it's kind of hard, hard to have a question about something you can't get your hands on. Um, now, one point on that we were talking about earlier is, too, is that the questions is really for, like, how do I or, or what's the best way to, if you do hit the beta and you have a bug, like, hey, I found this, it blows up when I do this, you know, probably don't put that in the questions. We have a, a, a GitHub um, account that we use for tracking issues. Probably better to use that. If you go to the question and answer page, there, there's actually a link to the issues. And isn't it also going to be on the footer of their yes, rock page? That's that's a good point too. It does say at the bottom of the, of the footer right now, like rock beta report issues. Um, eventually, that'll go away. But for the beta, we'll have it there. Um, that said, if you if you ask in the question and answer, we're not going to get mad. Just you know, you don't have to worry about us getting mad about stuff like that. It's just trying to get everything in the right place. So I guess it kind of touches on the on the downloading process too is when you first go to download or do the question and answer you really need to have an account like we really want to know who you are we want to be able to track your you know your questions and provide that kind of thing so there actually is a registration process on the site too and that that's actually live right now and actually quite a few people are finding it and using it which is fine and good um so when you go in there, we just want to know you like your name, your email address. But then also we want to like pull together the concept of what organization you're with, because as we make more advanced tools, those tools are going to be more at an organization level. Your church. Um, so uh, you'll see after you create your person account that you need to enter in some information about your organization, just the name, the the address. Um, now, if someone already in your organization has already done that, it gives you a quick little find tool where you can find organizations that have already been entered, and you can just join those organizations, and, and there'll be tools to allow them to grant you access to that. Um, so just kind of realize that that's coming to, and what the goal of that is, is just to provide a nice um, profile of you, but also of your organization, so that we can build these really powerful tools in the, in the future where they can be more at an organization level, so that data is kind of centralized at a, at an organization level. So um, you can even you could even get started and do that today. Probably not a huge benefit to doing it early, but if you just wanted to play with it, um, just realize that too is beta. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what we're working the most on right now. It's just getting that rock site um, solid for both the registration, the Q and A, just so that it's a tool that people can use. And even the documentation, I mean, the, there's a lot of code written just to throw up the documentation and and uh, and version it and provide tools to view it. And there's a lot more to that than probably what it looks like. I mean, we even have a ton of documentation on writing documentation. It's, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Like, <laughs> But what's cool there is there's, there's innovation there, too. You know, we've kind of tapped into something called HTML book, which is really being developed as we speak by O'Reilly oh, really? Media. Yeah. So we're kind of working off of their advanced kind of workings, trying to make something that's very standardized. And So what if people want to know more? Like, when can they actually come and meet the developers? That's funny a, you ask. That's that. funny you <laughs> ask. It's on our, our little outline there, isn't it? <laughs> One concept we've thought about is, you know, we, we definitely we have the, the documentation, we have the question and answer, but what if you just want to ask a question? What if you just want to meet up and talk about this? You know, we don't have anything, like, con- con- in concrete yet, but we're thinking about having a special day where if you wanted to, you could fly into to Peoria, Arizona, 
you could have an all day of ask anything you want. We'll ask answer anything we can. Um, just in case you just really want to learn more. Totally optional. Um, just if, if people are interested, we, we would be able to put on a day like that. One of the concepts we have, too, is it's kind of interesting, is that there's also a, 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 a CIT-IT conference um, in in uh, October. So we thought, well, we could do one maybe in April, and then maybe we could do one in October. That way we kind of, you know, can do it twice a year. And uh, ironically enough, the one in October is in Peoria, Illinois. So we thought about doing a Peoria-to-Peoria Peoria tour where you can either fly in in April to Peoria, Arizona, which is where we're at, and, and we, we can show you and answer questions. Or you could hook up at the CITRT meeting in October, and uh, you can hit a great conference there. And maybe have like a pre-day where if you want to have any questions about rock. And, of course, we'll be there through the rest of that conference, too. So there'll be extended time after that and refresh cash. And Yeah, so for people who maybe aren't familiar with that term, CITRT, it's the Church IT Roundtable, also called the Church IT Network. Great group of guys. Definitely, you guys, uh, if you're not part of that group, you should get involved uh, if you're at all involved in IT at your church. Right, and throughout that conference, there'll be like breakout sessions on Rock, too, but we think maybe just a pre-session where yeah. if you have anything you want to ask, you can ask it. Um, and then if you want to dive deeper into some topics, all throughout the conference, we'll be doing stuff like that. So, I mean, there's a lot of open topics that you know, we could talk about, but I thought it, it maybe be fun just to go around the, the table and, and each just share one thing about what we're excited about for the beta and maybe one thing that we maybe are a little worried about or uh, maybe, frust- maybe a frustration that we have that, you know, we can just share. So, uh, Who's going to start this? David, why don't you start? And <laughs> I'll end. Um, well, I... Just the fact that we're getting to beta is exciting to me. It's been a long road to get here. Um, so just getting this in other people's hands um, and getting feedback, I guess. Um, I just love for Rock to be kind of a, uh, I was going to say household name, but a church name, I guess, that it's, you know, a lot of churches are using it um, and that it's helping a lot. I mean, we've we've had a lot, a lot of churches come to us and see kind of what we're doing and want to be able to do that, and they just haven't had the tools to do it. So being able to provide those and um, helping them to do that is what's probably the most exciting thing to me. Um, what am I worried about or a frustration? <laughs> I'm worried about the beta. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, it's, you know, as soon as more people start using it, things are going to, you know, obviously turn up that we haven't uncovered. Um, so I just, you know, I, I know that we'll be pretty responsive to getting things fixed. But uh, yeah, So talk about, about kind of our plans for that beta week in terms of, you know, doing some of that. Uh, well, we kind of will be watching and listening and seeing what people are running into. And we do hope, you know, we, we, do, we are going to be very responsive about getting things fixed and updated. So we have a very streamlined update process that we can release updates pretty quickly. So if, if things are uncovered that are, you know, that stop people from being able to use it, we can we can uh, release an update pretty quickly. And we plan to do probably a few that first week. For sure. That's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. It really is. It's a one-click update. You just go to one page, hit update, boom. 
you got yeah. latest code and yeah about you nick oh boy so uh yeah similar to what david was saying um maybe i'll say it differently is not knowing what's going to happen you know that's what i'm most anxious about like just not knowing what we don't know yet so we'll know that week i'm sure things that we um maybe oversights but i'm also excited about being able to fix those right away for people Um, but what i'm most excited about is really the future it seems like for the last several years you know we've gone from idea to to a, a base of code a lot of good infrastructure and tools and tooling but now the next six months to a year I just envision a whole bunch of features like rapid feature deployment coming. So I feel like that's something really to be excited about. Um, and I guess that goes hand in hand with uh, the rock store eventually uh, having an easy place for other people to submit and put their solutions and features and tools and then letting the church community easily just one click install to download and get those going on their system. That's what I'm really most excited about. Now you're making me nervous even thinking about all those features that we still have to figure out. Like, how's that going to work? <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. One at a time. Yep. I think the thing that I am uh, most excited about is the individual stories that will come out of this. Mm-hmm. So looking at how Rock um, is able to help a church of a few hundred, um, how it can be implemented differently at a church of a few thousand, and the stories that go along with that. Um, we're really excited to hear those and uh, definitely would love for your feedback on social media. Um, we'll be asking for it, so there's a little plug for that in advance. But we're very excited to see how this this one um, application can meet so many needs on so many levels. Um, something I'm probably worried about is the potential volume of um, questions or concerns um, it, I know you guys are dealing with bug issues and major things, but some of the minor things, I think we could have a pretty high volume of, of that going on right away. So we'll get to you as quickly as we can. Um, we'll be monitoring very carefully, but it may take a little bit if our volume is pretty high at first. Yeah, that's a good point. I think we just really need to manage expectations on that, that Rock is an open source church management system, and, and it's not officially supported. You know, Now, the first week and as we go through the beta, we're going to be very responsive. We're going to be doing the fixes and we we want to continue that but we can't be hey this is broken how do how do i fix this we really need the community to step up and and be that kind of backstop for us so that we can be behind the scenes writing code and fixing code and it's just going to be hard to manage that and and set the expectations for that but you're right the first week it's you know we'll be on almost full support but can i add something before you go john Mm -hmm. um kind of ties into anxiousness and one of the things that's been on my mind is what what are people's expectations because Mm -hmm. it's been so long in coming and we've been talking and thinking about it for so long is there a possibility that people are going to see it and go oh that's all it is i think yeah for sure because um you know it really is just a seed it's a small start it's got some of the basics in there but in terms of uh, what rock is going to be it's going to be so much bigger than what it is during that initial beta. So that's sort of one of the, I don't know, anxious feelings I get when I think about what are people going to perceive rock uh, on that beta week. Yeah, and that's actually the, my biggest fear too is just, 
it, you're right. It is going to be some more, but it's actually funny how more it is now that you can't even see because we haven't opened up those areas and we haven't finished the documentation or the polishing or the or that last little feature that just will open up a whole new you know room of of rock that we just couldn't get into the beta. So I'm a little nervous that people might like like you said say, oh well, this is great. You know, it does this, this, and this, but we also need this, this, and it's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's actually almost there, but we just need to fix these one or two little things exactly. and polish it and, and do the documentation. So I guess it is, I think, like what you said, It's we don't know what people's expectations are, so are we going to meet them? Are we going to not meet them? Are we going to exceed them? You know, I think sometimes we're our own worst enemies on that, like, it seems like for a lot of churches, even when you get day one on beta, it's going to be like incredible, but but you never know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, but I think I'm what I'm most excited about too is just seeing it in real use and and you know we've been kind of doing a lot of testing and and like I said, Mason and our team's been doing documentation, running it in the real world, and every time we run it in the real world, we find out one like gotcha, like oh we didn't think about that, and it's just fun for me to fix those and and see now it's going to work even if that happens. So you mentioned using it in the real world. Can they start using it in the real world during beta? Sure, as long as they don't mind running beta in the real world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. So I mean, it depends how risk-adverse you are. Right. You know, if you don't really have anything else and you just want to play with it in the real world, sure, do it. Right. But realize it's beta. And our plan is to attempt to really keep that beta and all your data uh, sustained through the coming out of beta. Right. That is definitely the goal. Now, could there be something that comes up that just doesn't make that possible? Possibly. I don't. I don't see how we couldn't always write something that would fix something, you know, smartly. Right. But I don't want to guarantee it. You know, that that would probably not be wise. But right. our so, goal is to not hose you up. Exactly. So even though there are no guarantees, there's a possibility that we could even write an export import tool if we got painted into a corner. Right. But I would say. There's nothing as nice as a database backup. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, back up your database. That's that, that's a that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, but you know, sometimes too, when you get a new tool, one of the things you can do wrong is is to try to use it the right way the first time. Sometimes it's just good to install it and just go. You know what? I know I'm going to blow this away in two weeks. I'm just going to have fun. And I'm just going to like. I'm going to pretend I'm using it in the real world, but I'm not going to. I'm I'm going to be okay if I make a mess. Because I'm going to start over. I think that's wise. I think a lot of people kind of start, and they, as they're trying to figure it out, they're making a mess. And then they try to clean the mess up and then go forward. And it's like, well, you forgot that a long time ago you made that one little configuration change, and you didn't really know what you are doing back then. Now you do, but you forgot about it. Yeah. And you're gonna, it's going to come up and bite you, like, you know, six months from now when all of a sudden that configuration change is needed for something. So I, I would say it's sometimes it's nice just to install it and have no fear. Just go in there and start tweaking everything. And if you get in an admin section, you're like, I don't know what this setting does. Well, tweak it. Worst case, you're blowing it away in two weeks and, you know, you'll be fine. And it's no big deal because the installer really is that easy. Right. So I would say have fun with it and um, and don't worry about getting it right the first time. But make sure you have that expectation going in. Like, don't enter all 2,000 people in your church and then, you know, enter the first, (laughs) and then, like, go, oh, I don't like the way I did this, and and now it's like, oh, that's a lot of work. Very wise. You know, 
do do like twenty real families and and then kind of play with them. Do families you know well, like your friends, and and and, and that way because you know their contact information, you know what they should look like. So when it's not right, you you can identify that. If you put in some strangers, you you may not know that their contact information. Um, but I guess another fear of mine that as I keep thinking about it and. Again, there, there, there's two parts of rock. There's a, the product itself, and then there's a larger, larger ecosystem. And the more we work on this ecosystem, the more we realize how much this is costing us. You know, like in terms of time and money, like hosting, it seems rather, rather trivial to put up a, a website. But there's so much more to this website. I mean, we're running it on Azure. We have all these fancy deployment schedules and and databases, and and we have podcasts and. There's just a lot of services that we're using that that cost money, and it's it's we're trying to be a low burden on on our on the churches that you know are helping the the fund this by putting resources to it. And like every night, like last night, it was like, okay, well, we gotta we actually start to paying for our podcast service because some user last night got cut off because we hit our <laughs> bandwidth. <laughs> Sorry about that. By yeah, the way. were we on the free version? <laughs> if that was you. Let us know. We'll, uh, <laughs> Send you a T-shirt or or a sticker. <laughs> I'm not sure we have any yet, but but you you know you keep hitting all these services and you're like, oh my gosh, you know we, that one thing's not going to break the budget, but together in total, right? These are all yeah. monthly costs, and you know we have this concept of like, well, we'd like people to donate. You know, it's we understand why people aren't donating yet because we don't have something to ship yet, but we hope people kind of catch on that vision and realize that. There's a lot of cost to this. Um, they're not huge, but it would be nice to have, you know, like we're not having to live nickel and diming right. our own churches. And just to be clear, if it isn't already, I mean, all of the donation money goes toward just paying for services. Nobody makes any money off this. You know, we're not making salaries at all. It's purely just to keep everything running and, and better the service. Right. Yep. So and and that's that kind of worries me a bit because I it seems like almost every night it's like okay well we have to pay for that okay well we need to pay for this and uh, when you start seeing more money go out than you see come in it's like oh no <laughs> you know, that's not sustainable unless you're the federal government <laughs> um, oh no <laughs> then you can just print more we can't print money uh, so hopefully people are thinking about that and and would consider you know helping out with that insisting with that so. Because, uh, you know, another thing, too, is, like, sometimes you try to do something cheap on the cheap, and it costs you more time mm-hmm. because all of a sudden that stopped working, and now you got to – it's double effort. And that just gets frustrating, too, because our most valuable commodity right now is time. Like, we have so little time. If, if people knew how many, how many hours are going into this, mm-hmm. it would probably blow them away. But um, So we just really need to be able to protect that. Yeah. And so when – when is our next podcast? It's right now, right? No, I mean, <laughs> when will we do this again? I kind of like the two-week kind of schedule. Yeah, I mean, pretty well. Okay. I would say if someone has a topic they really want to know, like, tell us. Like, because we're kind of just picking them out of air right now. So hopefully this is of interest. And But yeah. but now that we're paying for these, me- we have now have metrics. So we'll be able to see. We can tell if you're listening. Right. <laughs> Although by the fact that we ran out of bandwidth, someone's listening and or someone was trying to listen. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of the, the excitement of, of today. 
So goodbye until next time. I think it is. This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com slash sponsors.